This past Wednesday night, I went right up the road uh, to the Mennonite Church to join them on their uh, first uh, revival service which uh, through the week. Wednesday was that first revival service, and um, I decided, you know, I've been here five years. I want to get to know our Mennonite brothers and sisters a little bit better. So, so I went up there, and it was good. You know, there are some differences uh, between their worship service and ours, uh, but I found myself appreciating those differences. You know, I, I went there with the intention of being a learner, you know, to, to get to know them, their, their way of worship, their faith, just, just to connect uh, as a family of Jesus you know, with them. Again, there, there was differences for sure. Uh, the women, women all wore dresses, okay? They had the traditional dresses and the bonnets. Uh, the men... Uh, wore simple black coats, black or gray. And, uh, you know, many of the men had beards, so I was okay in that department. You know, I thought, oh, all right, brother, okay, We've got a beard. So it's not as long as your, but, you know, beard nonetheless. Uh, and the women, the girls sat on one side, the men and the boys sat on the other. And so uh, even though I was a newcomer, I knew exactly where to go. I was, I was like, Hmm, okay, yep, you go right. Men, men's side, here I go. I found an open seat. So, uh, which kind of harkened back to, we know it's been a few years, but uh, as an older Moravian tradition, we're sitting uh, men and women on different sides too. So they're still doing it. So they, they get an award for longevity in that department, uh, sitting in service that way. So uh, they don't have an organ or piano. And no, no guitars, okay, with the, the band that was, is here today. The worship was simple, uh, yet it was a, in, in beautiful four-part harmony. Just simple but beautiful music. One thing they talked about uh, stuck with me. And just, a, just a, kind of a simple message today um, what they referred to, we're calling it careful Christianity. They actually used that word several times, both in the preaching and in some of my conversation with them afterwards. They just they called it careful Christianity. I thought, wow, that's, that's a good way to put it. I haven't really heard it that way in the, in the past. To live out careful Christianity. See, they had such humble and sincere hearts. They wanted to be careful Christians, meaning full of care in how they lived the Christian life. Full of care. It was inspiring. Yeah, we might have some differing perspectives about some of the religious and social customs, okay, but we are all united in the love and saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are just so united in Him. And that night and forward, I feel like there's, that's that connection in our Savior and King. 
We worship the same God. We look to Him. So I was humbled by their, their hearts of sheer obedience to the Bible. You know, if they read it in the Bible, they do everything they can to live it out every day. So how about us? We need to ask the question of ourselves. How about us? Is our relationship with the Bible like that? To read it and then live it. Read it, live it. Read it, live it. So I think we need to reflect on this today. All of us. All of us, from pulpit to pew, and out in the world, are we living out careful Christianity? Again, I want to make it clear, uh, there are some differences between Moravians and Mennonites. I know it kind of sounds similar, both start with M, and some people might get confused. They hear, Moravian, what's that? Is that Mennonite? Mormon, you know, what is that? So we're, sometimes there's, a, there's an education curve here. We, we get it. But I do think that God wants us to learn from one another. And I learned some good things on Wednesday night from our Mennonite brothers and sisters that is good for me and I think is good for all of us. But how we can be more careful, more full of care in our Christian walk. Carefully following the Bible and then carefully following Jesus as the most important relationship of all life. They referenced Philippians chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. This is kind of the main, from, from the missionary who was speaking and speaking all throughout this last week uh, from Colombia. And he, the main part of his message was here in Philippians chapter 2, and I'm going to just reference 10 and 11 here. He said that, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. What he talked about is not just bowing to Jesus when, you know, down the road, you know, when we see him in heaven. Not just bowing then, but to bow our knees to him now. I think it's both physical knees and of the heart. There's a, there's a humbling, a bowing before him in obedience now. I know many of us are like, well, down the road, I'll change this or that or the other thing. Yeah, I've had these struggles, but I'll get it together down the road. And, and, and down the road never comes. So what about today, my friends? What about today? Will we bow before him to say, Lord, your way is better than my way. I'm going to bow before you in this. 
I'm going to repent. I'm going to change my mind and my heart. Come back to you in this area of my life or that area. Because obedience and the bowing of the knee and heart is supposed to be in every area of our lives. And yes, it's a process. The Lord's not saying, okay, change everything all at once. He is good and kind. He's, but he's, through the help of his Holy Spirit, speaking to our spirit, he will show you, he will tell you what needs attention, what needs to be changed. He wants us to come into a, a better and more blessed life with him. Not just looking to the ways of the world that can tear us down, break us down, burden us. He wants to lift, give peace and joy. We have that when we live by his ways. We live by his design. We have that. I also want to reference, and we don't have this up here today, but in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 17, you can look this up today and end of this week. Ephesians 5, verses 15 through 17 says, Be careful then. Be careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but wise. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. There is evil all around us. Every single day. And we are tempted to participate in it. But just as we heard, we are not to be foolish. We are to be careful to understand what the Lord's will is. Meaning, we are to be intent on knowing his word and his way. And then putting it into practice every day. As we start to wrap up, we need to recognize that there is, that if there is such a thing as careful Christianity, then there must also be a thing called careless Christianity. If we are truthful, which we should be, and God knows and sees all, and the more we share truthful, truthfully with each other, the more opportunity to go move forward. And as if we're truthful, we all must confess that we have been careless Christians at one time or another. We all have. Just been kind of careless in our walk with the Lord or in representing Him in the world, the workplace, wherever we are. We've, we've kind of been careless. And so maybe, maybe you're feeling more careful today in your Christianity. Maybe you're feeling a little bit more careless, feeling more distant from the Lord. If that's the case, today's the day. The, the Bible always says, this is the day of salvation. This is the day of forgiveness. This is the day for a new way forward. You just have, we just have to come back to him and say, Lord, I'm coming back. 
I want to have a more careful walk with you. You can be careful by spending some time every day in the Bible. Just reflecting on his word. Just even if it's one verse. One verse is better than no verse. Be careful by making sure that you don't get so busy that you forget to pray. Be careful about what you view online or on TV. For everything, everything we see affects our inward souls for better or for worse. Be careful to give time and attention to your family, friends, and those in need around you. Be careful not to return evil for evil, but return evil with good. This is to either to those who might be against you or those who are just plain difficult. Give kindness, mercy, and forgiveness. Why? Because many times we have not been good to God, but God has remained good to us. Always offering us mercy and kindness and forgiveness. We will not be careless Christians, but careful Christians when we choose to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, living and loving like he does. Let's pray. Dear Lord, help us to learn from today's message and continue to reflect on this, each of us, just being real with ourselves and real with you in the areas of life where we've been a little careless in our walk with you and in our faith, in our morals and in our activities. We've been just a little, a little either a little or a lot careless. The Lord, help us to learn not only from our Mennonite brothers and sisters, but from you, from your word learning to be more careful, more full of care towards what's on your heart, towards your will and your way for our lives, our families, Lord, the churches of, these, of this community and beyond. Lord, all of us working together for you, for each other. It's in your name, Jesus. We all say, amen. Amen.